Welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. And today, my special guest is the queen of reality TV, Monique Samuels, from The Real Housewives of Potomac on Bravo and Love and Marriage DC on OWN. So, a little bit of a fun fact about Monique. Monique is my favorite Real Housewife of all time. Out of the hundreds of housewives that we have, Monique is my number one. She is that girl, let me tell you. <laughs> so honestly, when I was found out that I was able to have her on my podcast this week, I was literally ecstatic, like it's a dream come true. And it was such an honor to have her on. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. I can't contain my excitement. <laughs> but so to kind of give you the scoop on Monique Samuels, if you're not familiar with her and her past TV projects, I need to give you the scoop because she has a lot going on, let me tell you. <laughs> so Monique was, um, like I said, she was on The Real Housewives of Potomac. She was on from season two until season five of the show. And she left after season five, after a very, very rough season um, in a lot of different aspects. Um, and, you know, as a fan of hers, I didn't know when she would be returning to reality TV. I was devastated. Um, but I understood, and a lot of fans were curious as well, would she ever return to the show? Would she return to reality TV in general? Like, what was going to happen? Um, however, just a few months ago, it was announced that she would be spearheading a new show for own part of the Love and Marriage franchise, Love and Marriage DC. Um, following obviously the very successful show, Love and Marriage Huntsville, which I talk about a lot, which is also one of my favorite shows. Um, Love and Marriage DC is very similar to Love and Marriage Huntsville. However, you know, it has its own flavor. It has, it has DC in it. <laughs> so to kind of give a little bit of a short description. So Monique and her husband, Chris Samuels and other successful power couples navigate both their business and personal lives against the backdrop of the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Obviously, also the Virginia and the Maryland area as well. But, you know, um, from what I've heard, and I don't live in D.C., um, and I don't know a ton about D.C., but I have friends that live there. And from what I heard, this show really embodies Washington, D.C. and what it's like to live in the chocolate city. (laughs) Um, But yes, um, the first episode premiered last weekend, Episode two will be coming out tomorrow. If you have not caught episode one yet, I definitely do recommend you um, checking that out. You can catch it on the Discovery Plus app or you can watch it on demand. And um, But the show airs every Saturday night following Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, but yes, so a little bit more about Monique. So she is, she is, she wears a lot of different hats. So she's a mom. She's a wife to Chris Samuels, which Chris Samuels is a former NFL player. Um, now he's retired and, you know, he's focusing on some other ventures, but he's an amazing father and things like that. Um, and it's, it's great. They're an amazing couple. I really admire both of them. Um, but besides that, she um, is a radio host now. She has a podcast. She has a business. Um, she has an essential oils line. Like she has a lot going on. Um, she's very, very busy, <laughs> very busy. And I love that. And I truly admire that about her. And we will get to see that on Love and Marriage DC. And um, she has kind of teased Love and Marriage DC as this is the show that you will re- really get to see her full picture of her life with her husband, Chris, and her family and her businesses and the drama with um, some of her friends that she's uh, on the show and all of that. Like this show really does show show everything compared to like Housewives, which Housewives has a lot more cast members on it. 
And we can we really only get to see very small snippets of each of the ladies' vibes, whereas Love and Marriage DC really takes a very a, a much deeper look into their you know into their very interesting lives. Um, but yes, so Monique is very open on this show. Um, it's so exciting. Uh, um, like I said, I'm so excited for you guys to um, hear my interview because we chat about everything from the Real Housewives of Potomac, why she decided to come back to reality TV, and everything in between. But yes, anyway, without further ado, here is my interview with the queen of reality TV, Monique Samuels. I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? doing really good I'm actually like really excited I bet you are I bet you are it's such a crazy week I'm sure yes oh my god <laughs> I can handle it though I can handle it <laughs> yes you can for sure you're a superwoman so <laughs> you <laughs> yes yes um I'm just curious so what have you really been up to since fans last saw you at the season five reunion Oh, it's never a, it's never a dull moment with me. I'm always going to be working on something. So after I left and quit um, Housewives, I started, I actually went back to my YouTube channel, Tea with Monique, and I started doing a lot more with that channel. I did a whole series called Binder Time Stories, which is still up on my YouTube channel. Um, so that was my fun way of just having this creative summation of my time on that show on reality TV. And it also was a a moment for me to kind of like let go of all of the issues that I had, the things that that went on on that show. And I was able to do that in a creative way. So that was really fun. Um, I started doing weekly YouTube shows on my Tiba Monique channel. Um, I've since been hired at my local radio station, WPGC 95.5. So I am now an official radio on-air personality. Um, I have a new essential oils company that sells not only 100% pure essential oils, but also self-care products and diffusers. Uh, It's called Mila Eve Essentials. Uh Still doing Not For Lazy Moms pop-ups. We still have our website. Um, I have not done any new podcasts, but we still have content that comes in on that website to help people in our parenting community. Um, Three kids, my husband, I have a dog now. I have a, a snake, a bearded dragon. Oh <laughs> it's like, yeah. So it's, it's always just fun. Mm. We've been traveling and just really enjoying life without a stressful, toxic environment. <laughs> well, for sure. For sure. Yes. I know that was very stressful. Um, you know, and especially the last year that you were on, I know that was really hard, but you've come through it <laughs> yes. um, now. Okay. So kind of moving you know, Carlos King approached you with this fantastic idea for this show. Um, Now, okay, when he first told you, obviously, I know you say that you kind of were hesitant at first and you initially said no. Um, But I'm curious what what did Chris think? Because I know Chris also really did not was not happy with reality TV after your guys's experience, especially with everything that happened. And yeah, so it wasn't ever a reality TV issue. It was a production company network issue, you know? So my whole thing is if we're going to do reality TV, let it be based on reality. 
mm-hmm. know, so at the point where the behind the scenes hate became real and there was a lot of manipulation when it came to the actual facts, what actually went on. Um, and there was so much that was put on my husband and I, especially on me, that just either wasn't true or it was just way too much. It was like, all right, y'all are doing the most. Y'all might as well be scripted at this point, you know? So it was never reality TV. It was just that particular show and that experience that we were just not here for. Our desire when we initially came to reality TV was to show this is a functioning, sometimes dysfunctional, real Black family. And this Uh is how we are. This is who we are. And we wanted to show the world that. So now that fast forward, we have this opportunity with Love and Marriage D.C., um, Carlos reached out to Chris and I just as a support, you know, just to allow us to vent about everything we had been through. We talked on the phone for two hours and mm-hmm. it wasn't about, Hey, let's do something else. It was just more so like, Carlos, you understand this whole game. He understood exactly what we were going through. And he just wanted us to understand that not all reality TV is like that. And mm-hmm. also I'm here for y'all whenever you need anything. So we kept in touch for months and then our opportunity presented itself for him on own side to create a franchise with love and marriage. Obviously Huntsville is a huge success. Um, It's literally paved the way for love and marriage DC. Um, So we were able to, you know, he, he reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm about to make this a franchise. And I would love for my first, uh, show outside of Huntsville to be DC. And I would love for you to be the, 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 you know, the face of that. So I was like, Oh, uh, no, thank you. (laughs) I I honestly said, I was like, I don't know that I want to do another ensemble, you know? Mm -hmm. So he said, well, listen, think about it. Talk to your husband, talk to your family. And he said, you know, what if we built the show around you and Chris, if you were to let me have a list of couples that you either know are cool with, are familiar with, or your real, you know, friendship circle. He said, send me those names and we could build the show around you. So, um, so he allowed me to be, uh, basically a part of the casting process, you know? And, um, when we, when he came back and we talked about it again, I talked to my husband, talked to my kids and everybody was like, okay, this sounds like something that we can do. We've healed. We've moved on. <laughs> uh-huh. So let's go for it. And now, you know, here we are. <laughs> I love it. You've said a lot of places and in general that this show is really showing your real life and your relationship. And I think we really see you in a whole different light. And we get to see more of you, which is so exciting. Yeah, that's exactly what made me most excited is that I wasn't going to be put into a box and limited. You know, we're not showing all the positive sides of me. Right. You know, we're just showing me as a as an individual, the way you would see a sister or an auntie or whoever that you know, um, you'll be able to get a better sense of who I am, you know? Right. And on I know on that I know you like to say that other show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. On that other show, we really didn't get to see um, a lot of your businesses and a lot of your ventures. And we really honestly didn't get to see a lot of your relationship. I think compared to this show, it's like night and day of like, we really only saw like a very small piece of you, which is, I think, going to be really eye opening for fans and kind of to kind of see how maybe reality TV kind of works that we really only do see a piece of you that (laughs) I think that's exactly now, now y'all will be able to see what I was complaining about, because I, I felt like 
I get it. There's a show with a lot of different women that you have to showcase, but I definitely felt very limited. And I felt like my, um, I felt like I gave everything, but Mm -hmm. what I saw on TV was such a small amount. It was such a small amount. They only wanted to show me when I was like blowing up and going from zero to 100, but they didn't show any other sides of me, including business. So yeah, I totally agree. And I'm excited that people will get to see that. Yes, yes. Now, like you said, um, on Love and Marriage DC, you're kind of like the glue that kind of holds this little um, group together. And you, you know, you know, all these couples and it's like your, you know, real life friends and people that you know, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, so kind of quickly, can you kind of introduce how you know each of the other couples on the show, including Winter, because I love Winter. <laughs> yes. So I... One thing, first of all, let me say one thing that I truly love about this franchise and our show in particular is that we're not trying to fake in front like we've known each other for 20 plus years and we've been right. best friends. You know, we make it very clear that we are a social circle of couples and we realize the value in being able to have other couples around hang out, you know, get outside the house. And Chris and I, we're homebodies. So a lot of um, a lot of the times it's hard to find other couples that are in the same position as you that you can actually be open with. And this particular group, um, I actually met Ashley while filming that other show, my last season. Yes, I met her. We connected off camera. And then we were like, we both have mommy platforms. Let's get together. Let's do some things together. And we did that. You know, a lot of times you'll tell a person like, oh, let's collab. And then you never follow up. We both followed up. I was on her podcast. She actually did my live podcast show and um, she is amazing. And and I've actually known her husband for a very long time because back in the day when my husband was uh, playing for the Washington team, the football team here, the NFL team, Uh um, we had a radio show. And yes. So when we would come in for our radio show, as we were leaving, DJ Quicksilver would be coming in to do his show. So we always knew him in passing and it's just crazy how years pass. And it's like, we've always been in the same circles, you know? So then when you come to uh, Irena and Jamie Tyler, Irena, I literally slid in her DMs and I was just like, who are you? I need to know you. Like you are fabulous. And I actually wanted her to be on RHOP while I was still on that show. Actually, her and Ashley, both of them. And, um, and, and Arena and I just connected just from Instagram and we stayed in touch for years. And um, once this opportunity came about, we just began to talk more and more. We began to hang out, get to know each other. Um, and, it, and history has been made, you know. So it's been nice because we're actually showing you here's a friend circle of couples who are getting to know each other. In every episode, you'll see us being more and more open more and more vulnerable, sharing a little bit more. And then you realize, wow, we have so much in common. So unlike a lot of other shows who have already walked in the door and they're already friends, you're actually going to be on this journey of friendship along with us. So, you know, we're very familiar with each other. We're very social. We invite each other to each other's events and and we show up and we have a good time, but you're actually going to see us create um, a sisterhood and a brotherhood, you know? So it's really cool. Winter, I've known winter for a long time. It's been probably somewhere around 14, 15, 16 years. So how I met winter is because her first ex-husband 
and my husband, Chris, actually played football together. Uh-huh. So whenever you're a part of the NFL, that whole NFL wives club is very strong um, because it's a world in which not many can relate. So when it comes to being an NFL wife or girlfriend, you just have this network of women that um, that will come together and just kind of be there for each other. So although Winter and I never actually like hung out like that back then, anytime her and I connected, it was always on some, you know, women empowerment, you know, what you got going on, how's your family? And then we keep it moving, you know? So Winter's amazing and you're going to discover her in a way that is like, it's, 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 she is a roller coaster. <laughs> yes. Yes. She definitely is. She is. She is. And, um, and what I can appreciate about her is that she is being so open during a very vulnerable moment in her life. Mm-hmm. So, and she's been open and willing to share. I'm discovering new things about her that I didn't know. Um, even our friendship has able, it, it, it was able to develop into more of a friendship because of the connections that we were making as we go along this process with filming this show. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And the thing that's nice is that all of the ladies that came into this circle, we're all coming in at the same time. It's not like, like we're all coming in on even level playing field. You see what I'm saying? So to each his own, you know, stand your own ground. And we'll try to do our best to work out misunderstandings and get back on the same page. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. And yeah, that's what I think what's really great about this show, like you said. Um, and then I can't remember, is there also your hairstylist, Tasha? Is that her name? Yes. So Tasha yes. and her husband, Neil. So Tasha did a lot of my Afrocentric hairstyles when I was on RHOP. Uh-huh. And I've known Tasha since my first season there. So I've known uh-huh. her since 2016. And she is an amazing friend. She is so uplifting. She is very much a girl's girl. She's mm-hmm. very sweet. But when she needs to be heard, she's going to be heard. <laughs> you yes. know, so um, it's a very nice dynamic. Her and her husband, Neil, have been together since they were in high school. So mm-hmm. to be around uh, a friendship group with so much history amongst the couples, Chris and I are actually the babies in this circle. Yes. <laughs> we're the ones that are like, you know, we're coming up on 10 years, as you see during this season. And everybody else is like well over 10, you know. So mm-hmm. it was nice to be able to um, just see people who have been through some things and seeing how they were able to navigate and being able to share what we're going through without being judged or put down. Yes, for sure. Um, And yes, so this show really does um, show your relationship in a different, a different side of your relationship that we really didn't get to see on RHOP. Um, So how did you and Chris um, feel about really opening up and talking about these issues that, are really difficult to talk about in regards to your relationship. Well, one thing about me is I've always been an open book. It's just that I'm not going to fake in front for cameras. If we're not going through something, I'm not going to make something up, you know? So this particular time of my life in reality TV, Chris and I were approaching 10 years and it was not easy. It was to the point where it's like, okay, we've been having these same arguments for over a decade. You know, it's like, okay, when are we going to start making some changes? When are we going to start making some shifts? And it's one of those things where communication and marriage is so important, but you get to a point sometimes where you're both talking, 
but neither one of you are hearing each other. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not really resonating. And you get to see how Chris and I have to navigate some very difficult moments in our marriage as we approach our 10 year anniversary. Um, It's not easy. And people think sometimes just because you have wealth, it's just like, oh, shut up and and be happy. But you still have things that you desire for your life. And money is not going to solve issues, especially in communication, you know, when it comes to communicating yourself and how you feel about a particular um, subject in your marriage. So you get to see a lot of that. Um, I, I'm not a person that could ever fake her front. So yes. there is no way that cameras are going to be around and I'm going to just act like we're all lovey-dovey when we were really having some tough conversations and going through some tough moments. So um, you get to witness all of that. You know, marriage is about seasons and that time of year is usually the season where we're always trying to, you know, go through some growing moments. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. And I like that, Yeah, you know, it was real issues compared to like how things were on the other show where it was like, you know, people just brought up random rumors and could kind of make up whatever they want. Like, obviously that's not a real issue in your marriage. The thing is, you're always going to have rumors, especially mm-hmm. when you're on a, a platform that's public. Mm-hmm. It's not the rumors that's the issue. It's when people really start coming with so much hate and then they start involving your children. That is when it goes off limits. There's certain lines that should not be crossed ever. You Mm -hmm. never involve children. You know, those lines should never be crossed. So for us, it's like, oh, a rumor, whatever. We've heard several. I've heard tons of rumors over my lifetime. It's not a big deal because at the end of the day, my husband and I know our truth and we know what goes on in our household. So that wasn't so much the issue. It was like, you you coming after our babies? Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, that's where it's like, you know, that's just too much. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> now, were you a fan of Love and Marriage Huntsville before joining this DC franchise? And did watching their relationships on that show, was did that ever make you kind of hesitant to do this show? Because obviously, you know, Melody and Martel were together for a long time. They were kind of like yeah. this power couple. And then things kind of unfortunately have fallen apart um, in their real life. So did that make you hesitant at all or? No, um, first of all, I'm definitely a huge fan of Huntsville. That first season, I'm telling you, they kicked that door wide open. And the thing that I love about Huntsville is that nothing is contrived. Everything is very genuine. It is whatever they're actually going through is what you witnessed. It's Mm -hmm. nothing that was made up. It's nothing that was um, you know, conspired, <laughs> right. Like, thing was like, this is what we're going through. This is what it is. Here's our real life. And obviously what Mel and Martel have gone through, it is traumatic. And it's, it's very sad when you look back on it, but what I can appreciate about them is that they're being real and they're being honest with what they're actually going through and what their story was at that moment and still is, you know? Mm-hmm. So because of the realness that doesn't make me hesitant because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, reality TV will only expose what's already going on. It's, mm-hmm. it's when people say reality TV ruined marriages, I just don't believe it. I believe that those are marriages that already had things going on and now it's more of a spotlight on it. So right. it's like now you really, a lot of times in marriage for a person who may not have a public platform, they can relate just the same. But a Mm -hmm. lot of times what happens is when you're in a marriage, you may not always really confront everything that needs to be confronted. Mm -hmm. You'll kind of like let things go. You'll let things slide. 
But when you're under a, a light <laughs> and people right. are watching you, it really forces you to be accountable. And it really forces you to deal with some of the things that we typically don't like to deal with in normal life. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I'm a person that I don't mind dealing with stuff. You know, whether it's a a learning experience for somebody else or me, I'm not going to shy away from it. I want to learn and I want to become a better person. I feel like that's why we're here. And if Mm -hmm. I can use myself as an example so that it helps somebody else, then I'm fine with that. Yes, yes. Um, Now, on the premiere, we really get to see you open up about your struggles with Chris. Can you kind of explain what you were really wanting from Chris? Specifically, as you say on the show from the outside world, a lot of people really admire him and, you know, um, really look at him as like a great provider. And as you said before, there's there's levels to it um, and there's more that you were kind of wanting. So can you kind of explain where you were coming from? Yeah. So without giving too much away, I'll put it like this. Um, When a, a lot of times when you have a successful man who is the reason for the wealth at that moment in the relationship. Um, what happens is they feel as though them providing is enough. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, um, this is 50, 50 in our marriage, in our parenting, in our relationship and everything else. It has nothing to do with the finances. So if there's work personally, and if there's individual growth that needs to happen, that needs to happen, whether you got a million dollars in your bank account or a dollar. Right. So a lot of our struggles was that. It was almost it was almost as if at times Chris felt I was devaluing what he brought to the table because I was still wanting more from him as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's not the case. So you'll see us kind of go back and forth and kind of struggle to find the right way to really break down what it is that we need from each other. Having those tough conversations when. Chris is a great person. He's a great man. He's a great father. He's a great husband. Um, I'm a great woman. I'm a great Mm -hmm. wife and I'm a great mom, but I still want to be greater. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm never going to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I did enough as a mom. All right. Well, I breastfed the baby. You feed him. I don't want to feed the baby no more. You know, I carried the baby for nine months. Now it's your turn to carry it for a whole year. You know, it doesn't work like that. There's always um, room for growth. And I don't ever want to, be- I don't ever want to stop growing because you know what they say, once you stop growing, what does that mean? You're dead. <laughs> right. You know, so I don't want a dead relationship. The relationship has to always grow and evolve. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So I kind of asked a few different fans questions for you. One person actually really wanted to know what, did you watch season six at all of RHOP? Do you see the new housewife, Mia? So, no, I didn't watch any episode. Um, I saw Mia because I was being tagged a lot. Uh (laughs) Yes. I was being tagged a lot all season. So the little bit I did see and was able to witness was what was on social media when people would tag me. Um, Me me and I actually follow each other on social media. We'll talk a little bit in DMs. Um, You know, I don't have any ill will or any feelings in a negative light towards her. I mean, at the end of the day, I decided to leave and she was the one that stepped up and came in and I'm happy for her. And from what I hear, she's holding it down. So good for her. I still talk to Karen. I still talk to Ashley. Um, Whenever they had events, they would like, give me a heads up. But they already knew I wasn't coming around if there were cameras, you know? Oh, right. I in no way wanted to be a part of any filming. I ain't working for free. 
And right. I definitely, I don't have any desire to be back a part of that show. <laughs> yes. So, um, but no, I didn't watch. Um, but I heard enough to get a pretty good idea of what was going on during the season. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just happy that I removed myself and I was able to move on. I heard that they were showing me as like flashbacks and different moments um, throughout the season. So, Robo, go ahead and run me that check. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes. Well, I think, and also, I mean, I don't know if you heard, but I think a lot of what you said, especially at the reunion, the season five reunion, I think kind of came and you were kind of validated in a way with a lot of different things. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I didn't hear much about the reunion, but I did hear. So people on Twitter, they kept messaging me and tagging me saying, I apologize. You were vindicated this year. Yeah, I was so <laughs> mad at you season five, but now I get it. There was so many people messaging me like I've changed my mind about you or you were vindicated. I didn't know how I was vindicated, but right. I'm grateful either way. Um, you know, everybody deserves to have their own opinion. And I appreciate people that have been very positive towards me. And another person that's been positive, um, Andy is really um, he seems like he's still supporting you. And I know when Love and Marriage DC was announced, he even posted it on his Twitter, which is yes. huge. Um, so how have things been with him? I know you guys kind of like talk over social media and you, but you were supportive of him when, um, he announced his new baby and all of that. Yes. yes. No, Andy and I have never lost touch. We, we keep in touch with each other through text message. Um, you know, we, we definitely keep in touch and I'm very happy for everything that he has going on. He's always expressed his, his, um, his, uh, his, his support of me. And I'm very grateful. So, yeah, I, I text him when he got his Hollywood star. He texted me when he heard about the show announcement. And he literally said, you know, I know this show is going to be a hit because you're involved. Congratulations. You know, he's always been very supportive and I'm very grateful for him. Yes. Yes. OK. So my last question, um, without giving anything away, what can fans expect from Love and Marriage DC this season? Listen, they can expect that after every episode, they are going to be wanting more. Uh You're not going to get enough. Every episode, it's like what I really appreciate about Love and Marriage DC is that everybody is bringing it. Uh There is nobody trying to jump on somebody else's story so that they can be relevant. You don't have any of that. You have real couples, real issues, real marriages, real families. You have so many, you have a full show that mm-hmm. is showing you the full person, but then you see the girls together. Then you see the guys together. You see everybody together as couples. You see glitz, you see glam, you see some fabulous lifestyles, and then you get to see it in the nation's capital. I'm yes. telling you, it is so very much DC. The culture is there and I'm just really excited about it. You're going to get drama that is not forced it is very relatable. You're going to be able to watch the show and you'll be able to see yourself in each character, if not all. You'll mm-hmm. be able to see your relationship, whether it's a relationship you're looking for or if it's, it's a relationship that you once had in the past or what you're mm-hmm. currently going through. You're going to be able to see yourself and it's so relatable. It's so genuine and it's good darn TV. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Well, I'm so excited for you and so happy. So congratulations on everything. 
Thank you. Yes. And um, I think that's all I have. But thank you so, so much. This was a dream come true for me. Uh, Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Monique Samuels from Love and Marriage DC on OWN. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter is at JacksonSeth35, and I will have Monique's information in the episode description so you guys can check her out. But definitely watch Love and Marriage DC on OWN every Saturday night. Um, But again, thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. And thank you, Monique, for doing my podcast. It was such an honor. Love you. Anyway, guys, I love you all. And I'll see you guys next week.